Bienvenidos to La Raza Chronicles, Crónicas de la Raza, produced by Vanessa Bohm, Nina Serrano, Vilma V, and Julieta Kuznil. Tonight's program honors the memory of Uruguayan writer Eduardo Galeano. We will hear Noticias de las Américas, the poetry of Nicaraguan Bay Area-based poet Leon Salvatierra, an in-studio performance by L.A. Latin band Salt Petal, and a listing of upcoming local events. We begin with the news. This is Vilma V with Noticias Sin Fronteras news headlines without borders from America Latina for the week ending April 12th. Panama. The seventh summit of the Americas concluded last Saturday in Panama City, Panama. Many were disappointed that President Obama did not announce at the summit that Cuba would be taken off the United States list of states which sponsor terror. However, today, President Obama made the historic announcement. Cuba had indicated that its removal from the U.S. list of state sponsors of terror was key as the normalization between the two countries continued. Also, in the parallel People's Summit of the Americas, which took place at the same time as the summit but was held at the University of Panama, Bolivian President Evo Morales stated that the U.S. was the most serious threat to Bolivia's national security and to his own presidency. Morales stated, quote, Where there is a U.S. embassy, there are coups. Also addressing the Alternative People's Summit, Ecuadorian President Rafael Correa stated, quote, The Seventh Summit of the Americas was an historic conference which demonstrated that we will never be anyone's backyard. The People's Summit issued their own final resolution signed by over 2,000 attendees. It rejects aggression and intervention in the region and declared Latin America and the Caribbean a, quote, zone of peace. Colombia. Colombian Attorney General Eduardo Montalegre announced over the weekend that 22 generals are being investigated for their alleged roles in the murder of civilians. The investigation, known as the False Positive Scandal, involves the killing of Colombian civilians whose bodies were then passed off as FARC rebels in order to boost Colombian military kill rates. 800 members of the Colombian security forces have been jailed so far in the scandal. Montealegre promised to deliver results of the investigation by the end of this year. More than 5,000 members of the security forces have been implicated in the scandal. Some current active duty generals may be involved, while others may have retired. The false positive scandal first came to light back in 2008. The current peace talks in Havana between the Colombian military and the FARC have made the state's willingness to continue to investigate and prosecute its own agents central to the reconciliation process. Mexico An international dispute between North Korea, Mexico, and the United Nations continues to unfold. Last week, the North Korean government accused the Mexican government of a rampant violation of its sovereignty. Mexico continues to detain one of North Korea's ships, known as the Mu Du Bong. The ship ran aground last July, damaging coral reefs off the coast of Veracruz. The ship is said to be on the UN's blacklist of maritime vessels. A spokesperson for Mexico's UN mission said his country was, quote, fulfilling our international obligation under Security Council resolutions and has thus far refused to release the vessel. Uruguay. A leading voice of the Latin American left, Eduardo Galeano, died yesterday in the Uruguayan capital of Montevideo. Galeano, who was probably best known for his 1971 book, The Open Veins of Latin America, was 74 years old. Late Venezuelan President Hugo Chavez famously handed President Obama the book at a 2009 Summit of the Americas. The book, subtitled Five Centuries of the Pillage of a Continent, became an instant bestseller. Speaking of his death, Bolivian President Evo Morales stated, quote, The world and Latin America have lost a maestro of the liberation of the people. Brazilian President Dilma Rousseff stated, quote, May his work and example of struggle stay with us and inspire us each day to build a better future for Latin America. Galeano's latest book was called Children of the Days, A Calendar of Human History. Thank you.
this has been a summary of some of the latest news headlines from America Latina. I'm Vilma V for Noticias Sin Fronteras and La Raza Chronicles. If you have a news item that you would like to share or have us track, email us at larazachronicles at kpfa.org. No me pregunten quién soy, ni si me habían conocido los sueños que había querido crecerán aunque no estoy ya no vivo pero voy en lo que andaba soñando y otros que siguen peleando harán nacer otras rosas en el nombre de esas cosas todos me estarán The Uruguayan author and journalist Eduardo Galeano, one of Latin America's leading anti-capitalist voices, has died of cancer at the age of 74. Bolivian President Evo Morales said, quote, The world and Latin America have lost a maestro of the liberation of the people. His messages and works have been oriented towards defending the sovereignty and dignity of our peoples. Brazil's president, Dilma Rousseff, said that Galliano's death was a big loss, particularly for those fighting for a, quote, Latin America that is more inclusive, just, and united. She added, may his work and example of struggle stay with us and inspire us each day to build a better future for Latin America, unquote. Ecuadorian president Rafael Correa said on Twitter, quote, Eduardo Gallano, Uruguayan writer and dear friend, Latin America's veins are open in your name. Greece's Alexis de Spira noted that the death of Gallano, quote, affected every citizen of Europe, end quote. During a career that spanned half a century, Gallano wrote dozens of works of fiction and nonfiction, with several of them being translated into as many as 20 languages. The following two short poems are in Eduardo Gallano's own voice. The first in Spanish is entitled Los Nadies, and the second in English entitled God's Masterpiece. Sueñan las pulgas con comprarse un perro. Y sueñan los nadies con salir de pobres. Que algún mágico día llueva la buena suerte, que llueva a cántaros la buena suerte. Pero ni en lloviznita cae la buena suerte, ni hoy, ni mañana, ni nunca. Por mucho que a los nadies les pique la mano izquierda o se levanten con el pie derecho o empiecen el año cambiando de escoba. Los nadies, los dueños de nada, los hijos de nadie, los ningunos, los ninguneados, que no son aunque sean, que no hablan idiomas, sino dialectos, que no profesan religiones, sino supersticiones, que no hacen arte, sino artesanía, que no tienen cultura, sino a lo sumo folclor, que no son seres humanos, sino recursos humanos, que no tienen nombre, sino número que no figuran en la historia universal, sino en la crónica roja de la prensa local. Los nadies que cuestan menos que la bala que los mata. Darwin told us we are cousins of the apes, not the angels. 
And later on we learned we emerged from Africa's jungle and that no stork ever carried us from Paris. And not a long ago we discovered that our genes are almost identical to those of mice. Now we, we can't tell if we are God's masterpiece or or the devil's the devil's bad joke. We puny humans, exterminators of everything, hunters of our own, creators of the atom bomb, the hydrogen bomb and the neutron bomb, which is the healthiest of all bombs since it it vaporizes people but leaves objects intact. We, the only animals who invent machines, the only ones who live at the service of the machines they invent, the only ones who devour their own home, the only ones capable of renting or selling themselves or renting or selling their fellow humans the only ones who kill for fun, the only ones who torture, the only ones who rape, and also, and also, the only ones who laugh, the only ones who daydream, the ones who make silk from the speed of a worm, the ones who find beauty in rubbish, the ones who discover colors beyond the rainbow, the ones who nourish the voices of the world with new music, and who create words so that neither reality nor memory will be mute, y también, y también. me recuerden la cara que fue mi cara de guerra mientras hubiera en mi tierra necesidad de que odiara en el cielo que ya clara sabrán cómo era mi frente me oyó reír poca gente pero mi risa ignoraba la hallarán en la alborada del día que se presiente. You're listening to La Raza Chronicles, Crónicas de la Raza on KPFA 94.1 FM Community Powered Radio. I'm your host, Vanessa Bohm, and we have some very special guests on the program today. They are members of the L.A.-based band called Salt Pedal, and they are here to share with us their music that incorporates Latin American influences, rock, and a whole lot more. They just played a couple of unplugged versions of some of their songs in studio for us that we will share with our listeners in a little bit. But first, thank you, all of you, for coming in and speaking with us this evening. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, why don't we start off by having you all introduce yourselves and what instruments you play in the band and a little bit about how you started to play together. I'm Autumn Harrison and I sing and play keys and accordion and triangle. And um, Rodrigo and I started the band and now we're here. Hello, my name is Rodrigo Gonzalez. I'm from Argentina. I live in LA at the moment and I play guitar. Hi, I'm uh, Hiro Nakano. Uh, I'm, I play drums. I I joined the Salt Pedal like five years ago. My good friend of mine, Sean Mua and uh, Kat Suzo, both great musicians, uh, introduced me to meet with uh, Rodrigo and Autumn, and um, that was a great <laughs> idea. Hi, I'm Fabio. I'm from Brazil, and I'm living here in USA two and a half years, and I met those guys two years ago, and they invited me to make part of this wonderful band, and I enjoy a lot to play with these guys. It's really fun. And I'm Evan Chudnow. I um, live in L.A., originally from Wisconsin, the tropical Wisconsin. <laughs> and uh, I play bass for Salt Pedal on and off over the last, what, maybe nine months? Yeah. Something like that. And it's been fun. So it <laughs> sounds like the band has been around for a bit and some of the members are newer and older. Your music has been described as 
tropical Argentinian surf rock. I can imagine the diversity of the band has influenced some of that sound. Tell us a little bit about the influences that brought these types of musical styles together to create the sound that you have. Rodrigo and I had been kind of playing around with different things that we like, and we had both been in bands that were fun, but they didn't feel like the kind of music that we wanted to listen to. And we were going around trying to find the bands that we kind of wanted to watch and realized that if we liked a sound, we should just try to make it ourselves. And so we started pulling together stuff that we had been listening to and just, um, I had been listening to a lot of South American folk and Ro actually living in Argentina had been listening to a lot of British and American kind of classic rock. So we, we kind of mixed those two together to start the first songs. Do you all write your own music? Yes. Ro and I will start some stuff and then we'll bring it to the guys and they'll put all their specialty rhythms and melodies and bass lines onto it and actually make it a real full sound. Well, let's take a listen to one of the songs you just played for us here in studio. Which song do you want to play? Um, let's try Songs I Used to Love, which is from our album Sea Monster. <laughs> all right, let's take a listen to Songs I Used to Love by the band Salt Pedal from their album Sea Monster. Even when the rain slips in to wash you away I will stand in 
That was the song Songs I Used to Love by the band Salt Pedal from their album Sea Monster. We're speaking with members of the band in studio about their music. So I noticed that some of your songs are in Spanish and some are in English or mixed, which I feel actually captures perfectly life in California and living in a place where there's a significant Latino population, which is growing and where speaking at least a little bit of Spanish is the default. And for some of us who speak both Spanish and English, we mix it all together to speak fluent Spanglish. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> is mixing the languages intentional for you all in terms of the audience you want to reach? Or is it something that comes out naturally when you write the songs? It's kind of both. Uh, Rodrigo and I speak both to each other. I studied a lot of Spanish and really love it and became fluent in it. And then Ro studied English when he was in Argentina. So together we kind of just spoke whatever was happening at the moment, you know, when we're together. So that's how the songs have been written. And we thought for a second, you know, should we do this? Should we do that? But then we just felt like whatever happens naturally is what is best for us. And so it's going to be the truest way to have a song written is kind of how we are thinking about it. And so we do know that a lot of people around us have many languages and it seems like it hasn't been really celebrated as much as it should be. I think it's a really great thing to have lots of languages in our state so we like having that in our music too do you have any songs in portuguese because i know one of your band members is from brazil we have uh, two songs that are half portuguese half english let's take a listen to another one of your songs this time what should we play yeah this time we can do sky turns
That was the song Sky Turns by the band Salt Pedal off of their album Sea Monster. They're joining us in studio to share their music with La Raza Chronicles listeners. Well, the band has had some really great exposure and opportunities to get out and have your music heard. I know that you all were at South by Southwest and you've played with some of our favorite artists here at La Raza Chronicles, such as Lila Downs, La Santa Cecilia, Las Cafeteras, and Chicano Batman. What has this experience been like and how has the band evolved in terms of playing these type of venues and working with these artists? It's been really exciting and I think we don't really know how to think about it until after it's happened because if you think about it too much, you know, you get so excited, you kind of get distracted. But opening for Leela Downs was a really amazing experience in a big theater and it was just, we're really grateful to have had those chances. We know there are lots of bands that deserve the chance, so we're always really um, happy to have received an offer for something like that. And it's nice to have other bands doing things that we can all relate to and um, feels like there's a lot of camaraderie in L.A. right now with different styles of bands that are kind of related to each other and help each other out a bit, which is awesome. Uh, for Lilia Downs, was a, a dream because she's been playing music for so long and then find myself in the same stage. It was like, oh my God, what am I doing here? <laughs> but I've been dreaming about it, and it happened. So I'm grateful for that. And it sounds like you all travel throughout California and the U.S. performing. Have you had a chance to travel and perform outside of the U.S.? We had a plan to, for the whole band to go back in 2012, and then we had a few different <laughs> issues happen. Then <laughs> I became a duo. So Rodrigo and I were in Paris, uh, Barcelona, and Porto in Portugal, which was really amazing. And we were trying to do that again soon with everyone because it would be such an awesome experience to bring everyone out there. Sounds good. Yeah, yeah. let's go, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Any plans to travel around Latin America? Yes, that would also be amazing. The challenge with being independent band is finding the funding for touring. It's a kind of a constant issue. If we had it, we would be going all over the place and yeah. definitely love to go to Brazil and Argentina yeah. for these guys' families and friends and even Japan to see everyone in Hero's country. I hear Wisconsin's pretty nice. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a lot of cheese. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. Very ethnic. Well, we've been listening to songs off of your latest album called Sea Monster that was released in 2013. It was your first full-length album, right? Um, it was our second, actually. Yeah. yeah. How was the experience putting together your full-length album on your CD? It was good. It, it was interesting. The first one was kind of, we wrote the songs for the album before we'd even played them out live. So that was different kind of way of doing things and then we actually appreciated the second album being able to have played as a band for a while and Hero had been with us a little bit before that so he came in and recorded all those songs in Seattle we'll be doing recording an, an EP and that is going to be five songs or six depending on how many we get done so looking forward to that <laughs> well it sounds really exciting that you will be recording soon any insights into what we might get a chance to listen to in the near future well we actually did do one of those songs here today right now it's called the glance but i think we're going to change the name on that but um so we're still mixing styles and uh this is a little bit more on the rock side and uh that then we have kind of a a cumbia one and a little bit of like a spy song with some Portuguese in it. <laughs> so why don't we continue to listen to your music? Which one of those should we listen to? The Glance. Yeah, yeah. do the, the Glance. One. <laughs> the yeah. Hit it! Great <laughs> idea. First time in a radio? This yeah, first time on the radio. Oh my god. So let's take a listen to The Glance by the band Salt Pedal.
You just listened to the song Glance by the LA-based band Salt Pedal. They're in studio with us talking to us about their music. So by now, La Raza Chronicles listeners are asking themselves, where can I get Salt Pedal's music and more information about the band? So tell us how listeners can get a hold of your album and how they can stay up to date with your upcoming performances. We have a website, saltpedal.com. It's actually designed by a friend of ours, Denai. So hello, Denai. <laughs> so that's saltpedal.com. And then we also are on all the social media outlets. So we're on Facebook and Twitter. And then we have our CDs are on iTunes and Amazon and CD Baby. We also have a contact place on our website so we can send If anyone wants to send us directly the money, we can send CDs with little thank you notes yeah. <laughs> to people <laughs> and T-shirts, too. I know that I've called you guys the Salt Pedal Band, but you also refer to yourselves as a collective. Is there a reason for that? I think because we, you know, Ro and I write songs, but then we respect everyone's musical ideas. And so we want it to be kind of known as a group of talented musicians that each bring their own thoughts to the group. I think that's My thought. What do yeah, you think, Ro? I think the same. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody brings something special to the songs, and Fabio brings some uh, trombone melodies. And then, you know, Hero, uh, he plays also jazz, uh, he plays uh, cumbia and rock music. So we have a big uh, tiles to mix into the songs. And, yeah. Evan, and Evan brings on the huge bass. Yeah. <laughs> bass sounds that keep us the huge bass sounds that keep us going. <laughs> well, it's been really great to talk with all of you this evening and have you share your music with us. I've been speaking with the members of the LA based band Salt Pedal, and we've been listening to their in studio performance here at KPFA from their latest album, Sea Monster. Definitely check out their music and check them out live if you have a chance. Thank you so much. Muchísimas gracias por estar aquí con nosotros. Pero nada. Gracias. Nada. Chao, chao. Gracias. Bye. Y sé que me quiero perder
This is Nina Serrano for La Raza Chronicles. I have in the studio Leon Salvatierra, poet. Welcome, bienvenidos, Leon. Thank you, Nina, for inviting me. I'm really honored to share the mic with you. It's a pleasure to have you here. We're looking forward to hearing your poems, which have been wonderfully translated by Javier Huerta. Yes, I will read you uh, the first poem that is titled, Act. I'm going to say what love signifies. My grandfather said it was the desire of the eye for another eye. And since then, I began to search for you. My father said the number of love was seven, because creation lasted seven days, seven days making love to its seven nights. I looked for you in each seven that ciphered my life, and I found you slipping away to other numbers. One confuses oneself with one's own other self. When two bodies intertwine in bed. Three loves had been in my life. Four, it will be when you have left. Five days that I cannot stand you. Six kisses in La Paz Centro. Seven years of not finding you. Love, show me from one to a thousand your nights. What is your philosophy of love? You ask me in bed, and I respond, It's not a flower, but maybe it is a number. Here, I gift it to you. Hide it between your legs. At the count of two, make sure that it does not fall. One, open sesame. Two, loves have stepped into your kingdom. You just heard Leon Salvatierra reading his own poetry. So, is most of your poetry about love? No, no, it's not. Most of this poem, coming to the United States as an undocumented immigrant during the 1980s. And where uh, did you come from? From Nicaragua. And so the title of the book is called To the North, but in some of the poems in the book have this theme of love, which is important for me. And in this poem, it also has the theme of ancestry and roots because it's your grandfather that helps you define love. Right. And it also has the idea of movement, movement from one number to another. And so in my book, when I wrote it, I, I thought of, of the idea of having body movements because it was the idea of going somewhere, having a direction and just having this fluidity. So can you read us another poem from your book, To the North? Yes. I will read you a poem that is titled, Leon Salvatierra was born the day they killed Somoza. I was born the day they killed Somoza. At 10.30 in the morning, like gun smoke, the news spread through the streets of my barrio. I had been born with great gusto, so they named me Augusto. There were celebrations and toasts in my name. I was born the day they killed Somoza. My parents had already lost five children. I had lost five brothers. But I came into the light healthy. Eyes, neither one inflamed. Arms, neither one fractured. Two legs free of blemish and sores. My small fingers one by one were complete, my fingernails intact, my skin wrinkly red, but time knows that I was trapped in my mother's womb. I was born without crying, it's true. The umbilical cord was strangling me, but nothing was damaged. My fists and feet moved like fruits and tropical branches. My parents cried for me, they said one could tell in their gaze. Well, I was happy news. I was born the day they killed Somoza. You just heard Leon Salvatierra of Nicaragua reading his own poem from his book, To the North. 
I'm just going to remind listeners who may not remember this way back in 1981 that the Nicaraguan Sandinista Revolution triumphed in 1979 and Somoza, the terrible dictator, fled and he was tracked down by a group of revolutionaries, not necessarily Nicaraguans, were they? They were linked to the Sandinista's revolution. They did it in the spirit and the name of the Nicaraguan Revolution. They gunned down Somoza, wherever. In Paraguay. And so that is the day that you were born. No, that that, that, that wasn't the day that I was born, but I, I wrote it uh, in that same spirit because in, it was a new kind of era. And so a lot of people, the, the, the revolution kind of like the new life of the country kind of was born that day. And then the whole revolutionary project ended in 1989 with the election of Violeta Chamorro and the the retiring of the revolutionary government of the Sandinistas, who have reemerged, but in not a revolutionary form, but rather in a parliamentary form. So I'm just mentioning this to give people a context of where these poems are emerging from and the rich history of Nicaragua and the rich history that you carry in your person and here as as an immigrant. Do you have any poems on that theme? As an immigrant, yes. The whole book is about immigration. It's not all about immigration, but the experience of the immigrant. So I can read you, there's a poem about when I first got my green card, which was 11 years after being here undocumented. This happened in 1999. And I was basically about to go back to Nicaragua because I was tired of being undocumented and I wanted to to go back because I, I didn't see any other option. But during that time, there was a law that was called NACARA, which was signed by President Clinton, which gave the green cards to most of Nicaraguans who came before 1995, between that time of the 1980s and 1995. And so I titled this poem Christmas News because it was a nice Christmas, sort of like a, a nice Christmas present. So it's Christmas News. President Clinton signs Nakara Law. The newspaper said that I don't have to leave. Today, December 24th, 1999. In the United States of America, a place emerges. After 11 years, I am born again. Nakara Law is the name of my new baptismal faith. The signature of a president has given legal form to my appearance. At last, I can telephone Nicaragua and say, Mama, they have signed my papers in Washington. I will be able to board a plane from Los Angeles, fly free among the clouds, and take a big sack like Santa Claus. You've been listening to Leon Salvatierra, who's here from Nicaragua, and his poems have been translated by Javier Huerta, and his book is called To the North. It's been wonderful having you, and I'm sorry there isn't more time. So I'm going to have to ask you to please, please return to La Raza Chronicles because we want to hear more of your poems. They're (laughs) rich with cultural and personal history. They're just beautiful. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. It's been a pleasure. Great. Gracias. Gracias. Now, La Raza Chronicles brings you a list of upcoming events. On Friday, April 17th, the Mission Cultural Center will be featuring the poetry of Andres Montoya, The Ice Worker's Legacy. This reading aims to celebrate the lasting legacy and influence of Fresno poet Andres Montoya. Three readers with direct connections to Andres, his brother, the painter and author Maceo Montoya, the poet laureate of San Antonio, Lori Ann Guerrero, and the poet David Campos, 
will read at this event. The event will be April 17th, this Friday, at 6.30 p.m. at the Mission Cultural Center on Mission Street at 25th Street in San Francisco. On Friday the 24th, Oakland will celebrate 15 years of being Santiago de Cuba's sister city. There will be a celebration highlighting the importance of normalizing America-Cuba relations. This event will feature Cuban music and reception and will be at Oakland City Hall on the third floor at the foyer between 10 and noon. On Sunday, April 26th, come celebrate the publication of the first volume of a new anthology of poetry, Overthrowing Capitalism, by the Revolutionary Poets Brigade. There will be a reading at the Modern Times Bookstore on 24th Street in San Francisco on Sunday, April 26th, and will feature poets including John Curl, the co-editor of the anthology, and some contributors to the anthology including Adrian Arias, Dee Allen, Lincoln Bergman, Dorothy Payne, and our own Nina Serrano. Lastly, tomorrow, yes tomorrow, celebrate KPFA's 66th birthday by going to kpfa.org and donating to our off-air Indiegogo campaign. Help us do less on-air fundraising and celebrate our birthday. Say feliz cumpleaños to KPFA and go to our website. Thank you for supporting KPFA's 66 years of speaking truth to power. That's just a few of the upcoming events. Also on April 17th, Queer Cumbia will be happening at La Estrellita Cafe in Oakland. It'll be a benefit for El, Ella, Para Trans Latina, a safe space and holistic support organization for transgender women of Latin American descent. And again, the dance party will be Friday, April 17th. This has been a list of just a few local events. If you have any events that you would like us to know about, please email us at lajasachronicles at kpfa.org. Up next, a song by the Uruguayan band San Le Amis.
was a song by the Uruguayan band San Le Amis. You've been listening to La Raza Chronicles, Crónicas de la Raza. If you'd like to get involved with our collective and be a participate or have any ideas that, of issues we should be covering or music we should feature, please email us at lajasachronicles at kpfa.org. You can also stay up on our news by liking our page on Facebook and following our music and listening to past archives on our SoundCloud, which is soundcloud.com slash lajasachronicles. Muchísimas gracias por escuchar el programa. Thank you so much for listening. Y buenas noches. <laughs>